welcome to the Sleepy Podcast. Hi guys, it's me, Jane Lytell, your host. Just to spice it up a bit, I'm going to shift to one of my other fab NIST special publications. That's 839, Managing Information Security Risk, Organization, Mission, and Information System View. You see, if I continued on with 837, and and I will shortly, you'd mostly learn about how to manage risk at the system level, but it's important to take a step back. Say you're standing on that farm silo looking down. That's the big view. You can see fields of risks, cute little squirrels, coyotes, deer. How to manage those risks? If you're in IT, that's 839. This publication lays it all out for you. But I think someone was chewing tobacco when they came up with the FARM acronym to describe the overall risk management process. FARM stands for Frame, Assess, Respond, and Monitor. Alrighty, let's trot on over to Chapter 1, Introduction, the need for integrated organization-wide risk management. Information technology is widely recognized as the engine that drives the U.S. economy, giving industry a competitive advantage in global markets, enabling the federal government to provide better services to its citizens and facilitating greater productivity as a nation. Organizations in the public and private sectors depend on technology-intensive information systems to successfully carry out their missions and business functions. Information systems can include diverse entities ranging from high-end supercomputers, workstations, personal computers, cellular telephones, and personal digital assistants to very specialized systems. For example, weapon systems, telecommunication systems, industrial and process control systems, and environmental control systems. Information systems are subject to serious threats that can have adverse effects on organizational operations, that is missions, functions, image, or reputation. Organizational assets, individuals, other organizations, and the nation, that's us, the United States, by exploiting both known and unknown vulnerabilities to compromise, and you've heard it before, the confidentiality, integrity, or availability of the information being processed, stored, or transmitted by those systems. Threats to information and information systems can include purposeful attacks, environmental disruptions, and human and machine errors, and result in great harm to the national and economic security interests of the United States. Therefore, it is imperative that leaders and managers at all levels understand their responsibilities and are held accountable for managing information security risk, that is, the risk associated with the operation and use of information systems that support the missions and business functions of their organizations. 
Organizational risk can include many types of risks. For example, program management risk, investment risk, budgetary risk, legal liability risk, safety risk, inventory risk, supply chain risk, and security risk. Security risk related to the operation and use of information systems is just one of many components of organizational risk that senior leaders and executives address as part of their ongoing risk management responsibilities. Effective risk management requires that organizations operate in highly complex, interconnected environments using state-of-the-art and legacy information systems, systems that organizations depend on to accomplish their missions and to conduct important business-related functions. Leaders must recognize that explicit, well-informed risk-based decisions are necessary in order to balance the benefits gained from the operation and use of these systems with the risk of the same systems being vehicles through which purposeful attacks, environmental disruptions, or human errors cause mission or business failure. Managing information security risk, like risk management in general, is not an exact science. It brings together the best collective judgments of individuals and groups within organizations responsible for strategic planning, oversight, management, and day-to-day operations, providing both the necessary and sufficient risk response measures to adequately protect the missions and business functions of those organizations. The complex relationships among missions, mission and business processes, and the information systems supporting those mission and business processes require an integrated organization-wide view of managing risk. Just like I said, standing on that silo. Unless otherwise stated, references to risk in this publication refer to information security risk from the operation and use of organizational information systems including the processes, procedures, and structures within organizations that influence or affect the design, development, implementation, and ongoing operation of those systems. The role of information security in managing risk from the operation and use of information systems is also critical to the success of organizations in achieving their strategic goals and objectives Historically, senior leaders and executives have had a very narrow view of information security, either as a technical matter or in a stovepipe that was independent of organizational risk and the traditional management and life cycle processes. This extremely limited perspective often resulted in inadequate consideration of how information security risk, like other organizational risks, affects the likelihood of organizations successfully carrying out their missions and business functions. This publication places information security into the broader organizational context of achieving mission and business success. The objective is to, one, ensure that senior leaders and executives recognize the importance of managing information security risk and establishing appropriate governance structures for managing such risk. Two, ensure that the organization's risk management process 
is being effectively conducted across the three tiers of organization, mission and business processes, and information systems. Okay, guys, that's level one, two, and three, with level one being the C-suite, level two being the business area, and then everyone else who does the system stuff is in level three. All right, four, foster an organizational climate where information security risk is considered within the context of the design of mission and business processes, the definition of an overarching enterprise architecture, and a system development, yes, one more time, life cycle processes. That's like the SDLC, right? And four, help individuals with responsibilities for information system implementation or operation better understand how information security risks associated with their systems translates into organization-wide risk that may ultimately affect the mission and business success. To successfully execute organizational missions and business functions with information system-dependent processes, Senior leaders and executives must be committed to making risk management a fundamental mission and business requirement. This top-level executive commitment ensures that sufficient resources are available to develop and implement effective organization-wide risk management programs. Understanding and addressing risk is a strategic capability and an enabler of missions and business functions across organizations. Effectively managing information security risk organization-wide requires the following key elements. One, assignment of risk management responsibilities to senior leaders and executives, not that they know anything. Two, ongoing recognition and understanding by senior leaders and executives of the information security risks to organizational operations and assets. Individuals, other organizations, and the nation arising from the operation and use of information systems. Three, establishing the organizational tolerance for risk and communicating the risk tolerance throughout the organization, including guidance on how risk tolerance impacts ongoing decision-making activities. And four, accountability by senior leaders and executives for their risk management decisions and for the implementation of effective organization-wide risk management programs. All right, can't escape this one. On to the purpose and applicability. Here we go. NIST Special Publication 839 is the flagship document in the series of information security standards and guidelines developed by NIST in response to FISMA. FISMA, the Federal Information Security Modernization Act of 2014. It was originally passed in 2002, but it's been superseded by this one. The purpose of Special Publication 839 is to provide guidance for an integrated organization-wide program for managing information security risk to organizational operations, that is, mission, functions, image, and reputation, organizational assets, individuals, other organizations, and 
elimination, resulting from the operation and use of federal information systems. Special Publication 839 provides a structured yet flexible approach for managing risk that is intentionally broad-based with the specific details of assessing, responding to, and monitoring risk on an ongoing basis provided by other supporting NIST security standards and guidelines. The guidance provided in this publication is not intended to replace or subsume other risk-related activities, programs, processes, or approaches that organizations have implemented or intend to implement addressing areas of risk management covered by other legislation, directives, policies, programmatic initiatives, or mission and business requirements. Rather, the risk management guidance described herein is complementary to and should be used as part of a more comprehensive enterprise risk management ERM program. This publication satisfies the requirements of FISMA and meets or exceeds the information security requirements established for executive agencies by the one and only Office of Management and Budget. In circular, you got it, A-130, Appendix 3, Security of Federal Automated Information Resources. The guidelines in this publication are applicable to all federal information systems other than those designed as national security systems as defined in 44 United States Code, Section 3542. The guidelines have been broadly developed from a technical perspective to complement similar guidelines for national security systems and may be used for such systems with the approval of appropriate federal officials exercising policy authority over such systems. State local and tribal governments, as well as private sector organizations, are encouraged to consider using these guidelines as appropriate. All right, on to target audience. This publication is intended to serve a diverse group of risk management professionals, including one, individuals with oversight responsibilities for risk management. For example, heads of agencies, chief executive officers, chief operating officers, two, individuals with responsibilities for conducting organizational mission and business functions, for example, mission and business owners, information owners and stewards, authorizing officials, three, individuals with responsibilities for acquiring information technology products, services, or information systems, For example, acquisition officials, procurement officers, contracting officers. Four, individuals with information security oversight management and operational responsibilities. For example, chief information officers, senior information security officers, information security managers, information system owners, common control providers. Five, individuals with information system security design, development, and implementation responsibilities. For example, program managers, enterprise architects, information security architects, 
information system and security engineers, information systems integrators, and six individuals with information security assessment and monitoring capabilities. For example, system evaluators, penetration testers, security control assessors, independent verifiers and validators, inspectors general, auditors. 1.3. That's related publications. We're going to actually go through these. The risk management approach described in this publication is supported by a series of security standards and guidelines necessary for managing information security risk. In particular, the special publication developed by the Joint Task Force Transformation Initiative supporting the unified information security framework for the federal government include, and we know this one, special publication 837, Guide for Applying the Risk Management Framework to Federal Information Systems, a security lifecycle approach. Two, Special Publication 853, Recommended Security Control for Federal Information Systems and Organizations. We're now into Rev 5, but this still reflects Rev 4. Rev 5 takes out the word federal in the title, so it just reads recommended security controls for information systems and organizations to make it more inclusive of everyone in the world who may have an IT system. Special Publication 853 A, now B, Guide for Assessing the Security Controls in Federal Information Systems and Organizations. And last, Draft Well, it's not draft anymore. It's Special Publication 830, Guide for Conducting Risk Assessments. In addition to the Joint Task Force publications listed above, the International Organization for Standardization, or ISO, and the International Electrotechnical Commission, IEC, publish standards for risk management and information security, including 1. ISO slash IEC. 31000 Risk Management Principles and Guidelines ISO IEC 31010 Risk Management Risk Assessment Techniques ISO IEC 2700 Information Technology Security Techniques Information Security Management Systems Requirements And last ISO IEC 27005 Information Security Security Techniques Information Security Management Systems NIST's mission includes harmonization of international and national standards where appropriate. The concepts and principles contained in this publication are intended to implement for federal information systems and organizations an information security management system and a risk management process similar to those described in ISO slash IEC standards. Now that is not a good sentence. The sentence should read, the concepts and principles contained in this publication are intended for federal information systems and organizations to implement an information security system and risk management process similar to blah, blah, blah. 
This reduces the burden on organizations that must conform to both ISO slash IEC standards and NIST standards and guidance. Okay, organization of this special publication. The remainder of this special publication is organized as follows. Chapter 2 describes the components of risk management, the multi-tiered risk management approach. Risk management at the organizational level, Tier 1, it's now called Level 1. Risk management at the mission business process level, Tier 2, yes, it's now Level 2. Risk management at the information system level, Tier 3, no, Level 3. Risk related to trust and trustworthiness. The effects of organizational culture on risk. Relationships among key risk management concepts. Chapter 3 describes a life cycle based process for managing information security risk, including a general overview of the risk management process, how organizations establish the context for risk based decisions, how organizations assess risk, how organizations respond to risk, and how organizations monitor risk over time. Supporting appendices, yes. We have lots of appendices. I'm glad I have only two appendices. But these appendices provide additional risk management information, including general references, definitions and terms, acronyms, roles and responsibilities, risk management process tasks, governance models, trust models, and risk response strategies. Ah, we're so lucky to have all this in one big publication. Well, that kills it for chapter one. Tomorrow, chapter two. Hey, have you nodded off? And it's okay if you do. I'm still here. Good night. See you later.